Bland, and welcome back to the Anything But Bland podcast, where we talk about business, community, and everything in between. This is the Bland and Associates podcast, and I'm Kaylee Ruskowski. And I'm Ashley Postwaite. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh. Yes. Okay. We are excited today. We have a special guest. She is really knowledgeable in a lot of areas. I have the privilege of working with her uh, together on a couple different engagements, and she just always brings her A-game. I feel like she'll appreciate that because she's a competitive sports <laughs> I person. I appreciate too. that. Uh, so, Rachel Turek, welcome Hello. back to the podcast. Thank you. Yes. Good to be on. Yeah. Well, she said that, and I was looking at your bio before we came in here, and it said, that you wanted to be maybe a veterinarian until you got a B. Yeah. And then you said A game. I'm like, this is so perfect. I didn't even put it together. Oh, yeah. Chemistry just kicked Oof. my butt. So I, peace See you out. Later. Yep. <laughs> Counting it in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, Rachel, we like to ask all of our guests one thing. Like, what do you like to do in your spare time outside of work? Dateline. Oh, oh my gosh, I that's love that answer. answer. I saw someone on Instagram yes. had nothing to do on their Friday night, and they're like, what? I'm going to sit here and watch Dateline all night. What episodes oh, yeah. are your favorite? Oh Friday nights gosh. are like Seriously? the Dateline night. Yeah, that's I get home so from family funny. dinner, and Dateline's on. I'm like, okay, this is my night. Put Chill out and watch some Dateline. Yep. Time to solve some is crime. There, I was right. you know? murders and stuff? You oh, like yeah. Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I do a lot of the Dateline podcasts, oh, too. Okay, like I just got into this podcast situation recently. Um I social media kind of pushed you that yeah. way. Yeah. And so do you I'm, know the name of it? Betrayal. Have you heard oh, that one? No, I haven't. I'll have Sounds to like add a spicy one, maybe. Betrayal. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. I can't really talk about it. On right, here. right, right. <laughs> keep this G rated. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, awesome. Yeah, so we have Rachel on today. Season one, for the loyal listeners, might remember Mm -hmm. Rachel. We had her on talking about not-for-profits. That's one of Rachel's big areas of interest. The other area that she leads the charge for at her firm is our 401k audit niche. And so Rachel's just going to give us some information today. I think uh, this episode's probably geared more towards our business owners, controllers, CFOs, from a company level perspective and whether your company offers a retirement plan and then if and when that retirement plan may need to be required to be audited. So um, a little bit of context about where we're headed and what we'll hear about today. Right. So I guess I'll start with the first question. Can you tell us when a 401k audit would be required? Yeah. So this is actually kind of a good one to start with because this is changing in January, 2023. So, um, exciting stuff for some employers. January, 2024 or did just change? It just just changed. So for plan years in 2023, it's going to change. So, um, typically prior, it was always, if you have a hundred eligible participants as of the beginning of the plan year, you're basically required to file as a large plan and have an 401k audit. So you could have someone with, let's say, 200 eligible participants that need to have a plan audit, but they only maybe have 20 people participating. You still have to have an audit. Um, So beginning January 2023, this regulation's actually just changed, and now it's based on participants with account balances. Oh. So um, a lot of, you know... I, I could give the example of restaurants. They have a lot of maybe eligible participants, but uh-huh. they're not mm-hmm. participating. Okay. Um, so they're kind of coming off of that exception and, and excited because they don't have to incur the cost of a plan sure. audit. So that's good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. changes. Yeah. yeah. That'll be For once, some see. good tax changes. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose people yeah, right. appreciate a little bit of relief. 
So if someone does qualify for the audit, talk us a little bit through the audit process and kind of some key steps and timelines that are involved. Yeah, I would say there's like three main um, spots in terms of how the audit process goes. You have kind of your planning and then you have your field work and then I would say kind of an exit conference. Um, so planning is where we are getting to know the plan, right? We're looking at their plan documents, determining what the plan provisions are, um, any changes, any specific risks, also looking at internal control as it relates to the company itself. Um, and then after we kind of do all of that work, we have field work where we are looking at actual testing, where we're picking samples of data, um, making sure that information is done correctly. And then after we do all that, we kind of wrap things up, put it into a nice package for the financial <laughs> statements and um, any recommendations or issues that we found are kind of communicated to management. And then those are sent out as well. And then, you know, I'm sure the plan sponsor and employer is happy once that's done. Right. Yes. And still and delivered. Yep. <laughs> uh, how do you ensure like the compliance for the Department of Labor, the IRS are um, yeah. going through the audit? Yeah. Um, one of, the, one of the biggest things that we look at is, like, plan provisions. So, as an example, um, eligible compensation. Every plan and document has something that specifies what plan compensation has to be used. Um, so, that might be W-2 wages, 3401A wages, something different. Um, and some of those plans also have exclusions. So, maybe bonuses are excluded. Um, so, we have to test that to make sure that they're using that correct definition, as an example, um, in terms of... You know, if, if this plan says that bonuses should be excluded, you shouldn't be taking 401k out of it. Okay. And so we go through and kind of test all of that and, and make sure that they're using the correct definition. We're also testing things such as eligibility. Um, are people properly notified when they're eligible to participate in the plan? Um, a lot of different areas are, you know, tested throughout the 401k process. How often do you do this meeting or testing or whatever for your companies? Um, so it's an annual audit, audit okay. yeah, um, for the most part. I mean, I'm sure there's companies out there that maybe like um, additional audit procedures or things done. If, if, if there were issues in the okay. past, maybe to follow up on them. Mm -hmm. but, but typically it's just kind annual. of an annual thing. Okay. Yep. Good question. So then along the lines of testing, talk us through maybe how we are testing for the accuracy and completeness of the participant data and the plan contributions during yeah. the audit. So what we typically do um, is we take the payroll report from the employer or the plan sponsor and we try to reconcile that to the information that got contributed to the plan. So let's say we have a payroll report that's showing $100,000 got taken out of employee paychecks for contributions. Well, we want to make sure, okay, did that $100,000 actually go into the plan? Mm -hmm. And if not, where's the difference? You know, did, did the employer use the I'm money like, where if, to go? if yeah. so that's a problem <laughs> yeah um oh, but usually it's like a receivable issue where you know maybe there was a pay period at the end of the year that you know was on the payroll report it just didn't get recorded until okay. the next year so immediately bells and whistles aren't ringing when that happens <laughs> we kind of know it places happen, to look yes. but it has happened before where um people had money taken out and it just never got contributed mm -hmm. along with that i guess have you ever identified any fraud 
I wouldn't, or non-compliance yeah. issues? For non-compliance you? all the time. Okay. Um, fraud, no. Okay. So I'm glad to report no fraud. That is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> non-compliance. Um, we typically see that with the first year audit. So once they reach that like 100 participant threshold, they're kind of required to go through the audit process. Mm-hmm. Um, and and typically the the biggest area that we see issues with is plan compensation. They're not using the correct definition of it. Would you say the non-compliance is because they don't, they're unaware? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, maybe the plan was set up 10 years ago and there's been a change in HR personnel or payroll, you know, providers. And, you know, it was set up one way before when the plan was adopted and now, they, they just never rolled that forward correctly. Mm-hmm. And is so, that a lot of trouble for these people? Or is it like a slap on the hand, like you did this once, we can write <laughs> this explanation of why this happened, but if it happens again. Yeah, so there's a correction process okay. that they have to go through typically. Um, the IRS has a huge list of I'm all sure the different huge. things <laughs> that can kind of go wrong and how to, you can either kind of self-correct it, go through like a voluntary compliance program to correct it. Um, typically, the employer has to pay a little bit of a fee um, mm-hmm. along with maybe make contributions on behalf of the participants if something was wrong. Um, so, yeah, they've kind of compiled a great list of here's all the things that yeah. you can do wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's how you can fix it. So, gotcha. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah that's- <laughs> so along those lines, you talked about plan definition of compensation being kind of a common area for some issues. Any other common findings that you come across? Yeah. Um, another one would be like delinquent contributions. So like mm-hmm. I mentioned, um, if someone is having money taken out of their paycheck, it's anticipated that that's kind of contributed to the plan as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And if not, it's kind of like the employer is borrowing the money, right? It's not their money. It's the mm-hmm. employee's money and they're using it because they're not contributing it to the plan right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a very um, high risk area, especially in terms of reviews and things of that nature, because it doesn't matter if it's $2 or $200,000, if yeah. they're late, Within a certain guideline, it has to be reported. Um, So we do see a lot of like supplemental schedules with that with that kind of issue. Mm -hmm. What about documentation? I like kind of do some reviews of Rachel's reports, and I feel like that can be an area where employers might get tripped up as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, Deferral elections. So as you know, kind of at our company, you know, we're required to sign every anything that we're changing. So Mm -hmm. if I want five percent taken out of my paycheck. We have to sign it, you know, put it, give it to HR. That goes in a specific spot so the documentation is there. Well, if people have never had audits before, they, they're not aware that they need to, like, keep some of that information. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is um, someone may say, hey, I want 5% oh, taken out. No. They change it in payroll, and then they toss it. Or it's yeah. verbal, something yeah, sure. of that nature, and they don't have documentation. So then when we come in to audit it, we're saying, well, there's 5% taken out here. Where's the doc- documentation yeah. saying that's what they wanted? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we didn't keep it. And <laughs> so yeah. no there. And then I have to try and go to the participant and ask them. It's a whole thing. Are you, so, yeah. are you as the auditor, are you going to ask the participants, like, yeah, these we companies, the employees, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll oh, get man. their, like, email addresses okay. and things like that and kind of send a confirmation. Like, you know, we don't have the information or it's not readily available. Can you confirm that this is what you want to take mm-hmm. it out? Part of me is thinking with all like the spam emails going around. Do you ever just, those just get deleted and you have to like keep because like, they're probably like, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, delete, <for> sure. delete. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Confirmations are like very last resort okay, situation. Sure. Um, okay. 
we don't typically send them first. So it's kind of like if we run into an issue and right. see, uh, oh, okay, we need to get something. Yes. <laughs> Next steps. Yes. Um, okay, well, are there any best practices or recommendations you can offer to improve efficiency and effective of the 401k plan? Yeah, read your plan document. <laughs> <laughs> um, as an employer, oh, no. uh, HR, controller, CFO, whatever uh, position you are in the com- company, just make sure you're reading your plan document because that specifies all your plan provisions. Um, and that will give you an idea of how you need to set that information up in payroll or, you know, if there's other provisions that you need to review and know about, those will kind of be in there. Um, the other thing I always recommend is, you know, you utilize service providers. That's mm-hmm. what they're there for. You know, third-party administrators help significantly okay. in terms of, ensuring all of the fiduciary responsibilities are being taken care of, um, making sure that employers do know like, Hey, this big change was made to your plan document. You need to do a B and C Mm -hmm. now on your end to make sure that you comply with it. Um, so I always recommend, you know, utilizing people that can help and are specializing in that because, you know, there's already a lot on employer and HR people's plates, you know, it's hard to track all the changes and things like that. So TPAs can definitely help and making sure that they're tracking it for them. Nice. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Final question. (laughs) Circling back, tell us some important deadlines or dates to be aware of. Yeah. So July 31st yesterday was the initial (laughs) um, deadline for calendar year and uh, plans it's typically seven months after year end. And then the extension is now October 15th. So okay. if you had 100 eligible participants as of um, the beginning of the plan year, so one one twenty two, and you've never had an audit before, reach out to us. Ah, yeah. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. We'll put your and information we, in the show notes. Yeah. We have yes. had stragglers come in, you know. October 2nd, they're like, we just Oof. realized that we oh need my a 401k goodness. audit mm-hmm. done. And so you're like, perfect. No problem. Yeah. We'll right yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah. So the earlier, you know, the yes, better. Please. Right. Oh, oh man. man. Well, yeah. Huge kudos to Rachel for coming out. Cause yes. if you picked up on those deadlines that she shared, this is her busy time. Yes. And she's still <laughs> graced Ashley and yes. I and all the listeners with her presence. Her so knowledge. thank you. Yes. Yeah. Rachel. Thank you. Yeah. Very thank helpful. And uh, one thing we'll share too is, we always kind of issue the disclaimer. These episodes are really just an intro to the topic, just a primer. So if you have specific questions about your company or about a 401k audit, it's best just to reach out and just run your scenario by us and get a correct answer. Uh, we'd be more than happy to help and for hear sure. more. Yeah, for sure. There's so many different scenarios and um, things can differ from plan to plan. So we we're always happy it. to help and and verifying oh yep you guys do need an audit mm-hmm. you don't things of that nature yeah. thank you so much for everything yeah, thanks thank for having you. us as always we appreciate all your likes and reviews on our podcast to build it up so if you have any questions you want to reach out you can find kaylee's email address in the show notes and <laughs> she will get you connected to the right person um also follow us on instagram at Bland Accounting is the handle. Yeah, Sorry, the IG like, oh. guys. <laughs> yes, or you can find us on blandcpa.com. So with that, be informed, be inspired, and be awesome. Bye, guys. Bye. A Huda Media Production.